0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for December 17th, 2019. I am one of your hosts, Imran Khan, and joining me today is the one, the only, FM3 underscore Fran Mirabella III. Fran, how you doing?
1: I thought we agreed no work in December. I thought... This isn't work. This was like a pitch from from Greg himself. I thought.
0: I think Greg likes the idea of no work in yeah, December. Exactly, which is why he's not here right now because he's like, "Fuck it, no work." I'm exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but the news continues anyway. No, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing well. Was up late playing Sekiro.
0: Are you are you making a mad dash for game of the year kind of things? Or I mean, do you think I was you want to play it.
1: I was already at the end, um, seemingly. You mm-hmm. know, I'm playing it blind, so I was already at the end. I'm just kind of on a tougher part and kind of went back, collected some extra goods and uh, yeah. weapons and stuff like that. But anyway, I'm I'm doing pretty good.
0: I platinum that game, which is it's a good game to platinum because like much of it is just stuff that makes you better in the game is what you find for like the, the completion stuff. Yeah, the one trophy that's a problem is getting all the skills. Because oh, I that,
1: bet. It's not clear, like...
0: The, to do that, it requires so many actual, like, run-throughs of the game or oh, finding really? a place to grind. Yeah. like, they assume what you're going to do is, if you want to platinum, you're going to go through the game for each individual ending. And I'm like, no, fuck that. Huh. I don't have that kind of time. Huh. So what I do is, like, Did some save scumming. I still like beat the bosses that I'm supposed to beat and like Mm -hmm. had to go through the stuff I'm supposed to go through. I just didn't go through the entire game. Yeah,
1: that's interesting. Like they want you to have all the skills to get other skills. So you got to grind up even higher levels, more prayer beads, all the above.
0: Yeah, I forget how many levels it was, but it was a lot of levels you have to get. Yeah. And by the end of it, I think I was like, there's a certain loop towards the end of the game. It's like, this is the most experience you're going to get for the least amount of work. So mm. I ended up just putting on, I've, like, a couple of podcasts yeah. and doing
1: that. I've found a few of those spots. And that's, a, you know, you know, I'm a Destiny player. I love to grind. So I've been doing a, a lot of that. Anyway. Yeah. Speaking um, of Sekiro,
0: that was Game, yeah. Game of the Year. I found oh, on the Uber on the way here. Was it? That's yes. awesome.
1: I was waiting to see if anybody else would do it. you got to wonder if, you know, they felt some peer pressure now mm-hmm. from, uh, one of, you know, the biggest award show in the industry. I would
0: assume <laughs> they decided before. I mean, you
1: shouldn't yet. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that stuff comes in the last few weeks. Maybe they did, though. Yeah. 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 I'm not accusing them of that, but I, prob- I think it's awesome, by the way, as Kira's getting multiple awards now. And I'm well probably going to
0: push Tim and Greg to at least get to a certain spot of that game. Because yeah, there, oh, there are luck. parts of that game that I want to talk about when Game of the Year comes, because that's going to be a spoilery podcast anyway.
1: Well, if they don't care,
0: well, I don't know, though. Can we spoil that? All right, that? We're not doing it here. Of course not. Okay. But Game of the Year is a different beast. I don't think it. we
1: can spoil stuff. That's not... Anyway.
0: That, that moment is when we're going to have to talk about it, because <laughs> it is part of the Game of the Year argument <laughs> for that game. Alright, but this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames where we run you through all the nerdy video game news for the day. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. To be part of the show, head to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where bronze members are above get to write in and silver members are above get the show ad-free. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtubecom kindofunnygames or listen later by searching for Kind of Funny Games daily on the podcast services around the globe. Today, we're going to talk about new changes to the PS4 controller. Oh yeah! The actual name of the next-gen Xbox and the upcoming prequel to PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. First, a little housekeeping. Kind of Funny Day 2020 is January 3rd. It's an all-day stream. Are you? Are you? Are you? Ready for Kind of Funny Games 4.0? Thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Mohammed Mohammed. Today we're brought to you by Third Love, Upstart, and Logitech, but I'll tell you about that later. First, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. We got do got do time do. for some news! We got four stories today. A baker's dozen! You know, Greg, oh, yeah. I thought for a second, like, I didn't mention, like, oh, we gotta do the beeping thing. I was wondering, like, are you actually gonna do He's it? He's on top of it. He's a, that on, was, fucking on top of is it, this yeah.
1: Wait, was that the first beep and shout out from you, Greg? You've done this before.
0: I, I used to do it before we hired Barrett. Okay. Oh, so awesome. we've already
1: heard it. I love the, the shout-out. The Baker's Dozen the best from Cool Greg. Yeah,
0: I, I think not, nothing against Kevin or Barrett. Yeah. I think Cool Greg brings a unique intensity to that.
1: Yeah, game. I really yeah. like it. All right, Barrett does this thing where he's like, A Baker Dozen. It goes up and then slams <laughs> down at the end. Everybody's got a different intonation.
0: Kevin will editorialize occasionally. If you editorialize with their numbers, Kevin will be like, "That's a fucking weird Baker's dozen." Like he'll, yeah. he'll do some weird stuff for it, which I appreciate because, like, if you say it so often, you kind of want to. Yeah, it
1: up. I, you think about it. You're like, "It's 13." By the way, if nobody knew, that's a Baker's dozen. Right? Yeah. Anyway, we got four.
0: We got four stories. The first of which came up this morning when I yeah, woke up. I saw that social media gaming news a buzz. Because this is the only story that like worth at reporting
1: the today. End of the PlayStation 4's lifecycle. Right now, one year, or more year to go. What's happening?
0: PS Four <laughs> is adding a back button attachment coming in January that adds programmable paddles. This is from Charlie Hall at Polygon. Sony's venerable DualShock Four controller is getting a new peripheral called the Back Button Attachment. It adds a pair of programmable paddles to the back of the standard PS Four controller. The twenty nine ninety nine device will be available starting January twenty third, twenty twenty. The Back Button Attachment includes three buttons in total. Two are used to mimic other buttons on the controller. The third is an embedded in an OLED screen. It helps you to program the buttons on the cycle through three different profile modes. It connects at the small at the small port on the bottom of the DualShock Four. and includes a pass through for the headphone jack. Mm-hmm. So this thing, this is not unlike what has already been available in like scuff style controllers and the Xbox Elite and yeah. things like that. Basically, it adds two control or two buttons to the back of the controller that. As this already mentioned, can be programmed for anything. Most people usually use them for triggers because, in competitive games or whatever, triggers you don't think about it because like they're buttons and whatever they emulate mm-hmm. like a gun trigger, but they are more effort to pull down than you would think, especially if you're doing that constantly. Yeah, you have RSI, like a mm-hmm. repetitive stress injury, or you're you know differently abled and can't. Like, right. don't, aren't able to pull those triggers consistently.
1: Oh, that's right. I didn't realize that uh, some folks got it for that. Yeah, I mean, depending on the game, right, it's, it's also for folks who are completely – your hands are always on those – you know, you've got two fingers, your index fingers on the triggers – and you you got two thumbs on the sticks. And so it puts you in a position where you don't want to take your right thumb off and hit the button normally. Uh, on the right side, like let's say you want to use triangle to throw like whatever or change an item or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Or let's say it's in Sekiro, where item switching is on the freaking D-pad, which is awful, by the way. Mm-hmm. But um, you want to go like left and right on an item, you can now just set those. To be that Uh, presumably, actually, it'd be a good question. Does it support the D-pad? We don't know.
0: I would assume because I didn't see that in the
1: functions, but I assume usually it's every input,
0: right? On the OS level of the PS4, you can switch the D-pad buttons around. Yeah. So I'd assume that a controller from Sony would do the same thing.
1: Yeah. So I I think it's really cool. I mean, for the price. And hopefully there's no problems with functionality. You know, we haven't used it yet. But what it was like thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. PlayStation Four controllers are about forty, forty five bucks. Um, they're I mean, like
0: sixty, right? I mean, uh, I guess I mean, when you go, they go on sale. They're cheaper.
1: Maybe they're cheaper now because of the holidays. I thought they came down. Um, I was looking though right. on Google, and maybe they're just like you know. 15 bucks off but either way it's below 100 bucks where scuff is anywhere you know from they be low 100. 100s to over you know 170 yeah. bucks or whatever like, so and there's
0: a market for those elite kind of controllers so it's cool that's just like if you don't want that but you want paddles like you don't want to break the bank on a full new controller you like your dual shock whatever this is a easy option I like I know some people were saying like how why the fuck are they putting an OLED screen into these things it's probably better for the battery life in the long run
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, exactly. OLED doesn't take up a bunch of... um because like, it's so.
0: just like it's a screen that only shows what needs to be shown, the rest of it's black, so all those pixels can be turned off. Our mm-hmm. diodes, I guess, can be turned off.
1: Yeah, it's becoming much more affordable. I mean, cameras and everything, like Sony already uses it in a bunch of its stuff. Also, so
0: maybe they just have a lot, a lot of Vita screens laying around. <laughs> oh, and like, man. Fuck it, let's do something with it. Do that you think hard. this gives us a preview of the DualShock 5?
1: That was my first thought was, oh, it seems really important to them to have these. Now, I mean, you could look at it two ways. Like, there are just like pro gamer you know folks who or want to play in the style of pro gamers but uh people who want those you know extra paddles Mm -hmm. and it's a market they haven't touched and scuff is um you know they've been selling controllers for many years and i believe corsair they just joined forces or something so like scuff has been very much on the rise and it's just a market they've ignored so that's one way to look at it yeah certainly on the other side though that was my first thought is like huh seems like that's really important so Maybe, but it, you know, the more you add into a controller, you also got to remember the more that's likely to break. Right. And part of me wants to believe that this is like where they're going. Um, I also think this is their answer to the Elite controller, by the way. Um, with Xbox. I would like
0: Sony to make their own Elite controller. That's
1: what I was gonna say. That, I think, would be the best solution. I mean, if this attachment works well, works well, I don't see any reason to not just offer slash, you know, maybe upgrade it slightly for the PS5. So, so I don't know. Um, That was my first thought, but now that I talked it out, I don't know. I don't see a reason to if this works well. Like, keep costs down, things are less likely to break, like, mm. yeah. I don't know. I, Yeah.
0: I think... Paddles are a good thing if they wanted to add them to the next controller. I think they only if they're reprogrammable buttons and not like extra buttons. Like if they're like an L3, or God, they're L4, yeah. R4, like those would be like, no, that's a bridge too far. We don't need that.
1: Yeah, we don't people need people using more buttons. These right. are, yeah, du- duplicative in most cases, right? But that
0: I also easier. think Sony sees stuff like the Elite Controller and like the Adaptive mm-hmm. Controller and they're like, okay, these are underserved markets. Yeah. Like, and it would be good for people who are like not able to use a normal controller, like, let's give them some options to be able to... Just from a, a revenue perspective give us more money yeah yeah I mean pedals
1: normally don't get in the way either and so like I guess assuming that nothing's gonna break or it's not exorbitantly more expensive then yeah I, I would hope that, that we just get them mm-hmm. next time around like imagine always having the option on every controller you get because yeah. we go through controllers in our life cycle of Lord knows how many PlayStation control- PlayStation 4 controllers I've bought because of the USB cable getting finicky
0: USB cable is awful it's like also also the Xbox one controller like I've had Numerous ones yeah. that just don't hold it in anymore. Oh, well, like, for the charger. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like it's funny. On the Xbox, uh, granted, I hadn't put it through the riggers as much, but um, I only have been using the battery one the whole time because mm-hmm. I don't play it enough to to burn them out that much. And it's never – I have the launch edition controller. It's fine.
0: For me, it's mostly the PC ones. I, just, cause I don't bother with the wireless controller for PC. I just plug in a USB cable. Mm-hmm. But, like, the build quality on the Shocks is awful. Yeah. Like, the first one I had, the launch one I had – the, I think the Analog 6 rubbed off around Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, like, they just became too slippery. I had to buy things to put on them. Oh, yeah. Then I think I kind of remember that. I've had a number where, like... I remember playing Bloodborne and like I pushed on the analog stick and I just heard like <laughs> it's like a rubber band sound. snap kind of thing oh, inside no. of it and then it just became mushy from then on out. Yeah, and like the, I've had problems like that with other Dual Shocks as time has gone on. So I re I'm looking forward to fix or hoping they fix all that stuff with the Dual Shock Four. Like it from the leaks we've seen of the dev kit and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it doesn't look that different. It sounds like they've removed the light bar yeah. and. Has like haptic triggers, but other than that, like it looks to be basically the same controller, Mm -hmm. which maybe that's fine. I just improve the build quality.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that. I do think, you know, having talked it out, the more likely scenario is like look they just have their new ps5 controller these slight improvements like you mentioned if you want this they've now gone through almost a full year of like having it mm-hmm. worked out the kinks so you can attach that to this new one as yeah, well. yeah i
0: assume that this it is makes the most compatible. sense
1: plus if that breaks it's nice to be able to replace that for 30 bucks versus i mean again I'm, I'm in the world of like being used to stuff breaking so yeah.
0: um i had a problem with my switch where like the joy-con rail isn't charging all the time oh, so gosh. like Okay, so what do I do now? Because this isn't gonna—I can't just replace the Joy-Con. It's just the—you have to
1: take work. the Joy-Con off to charge it effectively.
0: It's been inconsistent.
1: Okay, so it'll like
0: sometimes it loses I'll, yeah. charge,
1: and then like you can get it in a spot where it recharges.
0: Some yeah, basically yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'll like turn the switch on. And I'll be like, "Left Joy-Con's not working." I'm like, "What? Why? Don't like that. Why is one charging the other? It's not." That's the worst. But like, so that's an example of this part's not replaceable. So what am I like? Yeah,
1: that's like a scenario... Like They probably don't repair that either, but... Uh, or if they
0: do, I'm at a, way out of warranty because it's a launch system.
1: Yeah. I haven't heard of that one too much. I, I was going to say, you mentioned the haptic triggers and all that. I yeah. did see a story about uh, Godfall. They were talking a little bit about how they're going to take advantage of this stuff. Um, so, you know, if you're yeah. looking forward to Godfall and want to hear a little more PS5 talk, I thought it pairs well with uh, that's this a, that's
0: story. A, so yeah. I looked at that story, and it was this place like, oh, we're going to use the haptic triggers, which is not really...
1: Yeah. But the... They said a few quotes about it that I thought was interesting. but
0: that, that brings up the question to me. When a new system launches, people tend to use the – or developers tend to use like the new aspects of that controller or whatever, mm-hmm. like liberally, let's say.
1: Yeah, sometimes. Do you,
0: do you prefer that or would you rather be like, use it where it makes sense, don't overdo it? Because I feel like you need to go through those growing pains sometimes to get to the good parts.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say is I think that as developers, like you have to do that. You have to – try to oh let's try to use the you know the touchpad for you know you could probably or the rocking in the you know the dual shock like using the um the tilt function or whatever i forget what that's called inside the
0: the six axis six axis
1: that's exactly what i was looking for because
0: the one i'm always thinking of is uncharted where they made you aim the grenade with that and like
1: oh dear lord no but i agree with you i think as developers you have to go through that and realize Mm -hmm. you're like yeah we try but it's not for this and then maybe you arrive at other use cases yeah. like, and like
0: put the xbox one they never actually did with the vibrating triggers they're like all right this yeah. is kind of cool for, dri- for driving games and that's that was it. about it but i think with the haptic triggers that's going to help them in the future
1: like hopefully that that's what interested me i actually forgot about some of those like talked about improvements with mm. the PlayStation 5 control. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. There's talk of like the triggers being haptic enough that whatever, you know, cement versus sand that they, you know, you could get it fine enough to the way that it vibrates that maybe it has a feeling of like certain materials even or yeah, like, we'll see. Meaning you can imagine in Godfall, right? Clashing a an iron sword with another iron sword or what does it feel like when it's got energy wrapped around it and it's, you know, more of vibrating like That's you know, actually a thing or, I didn't
0: think about until right know. this second. But this—that's what this thing is for, for the PS5 controller, because if the—I'm not sure—the tensile strength of the trigger is like frustrating you now because you don't—you're not able to use it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be much worse with haptic controllers or haptic triggers. So theoretically, you're going to want like an option to be like, I just want to press the button, like I don't—I ha- don't want to crash or anything like that. Yeah, I just want to press the button yeah,
1: I was wondering if you can turn that stuff off sometimes too, in the games. I mean, I guess it depends maybe. like that would be ideal too is yeah. like if if you normally can because any controller you can normally turn vibration off. So maybe you can just like exit out if you don't like it, period. but yeah anyway, exciting. I mean any any talk of next gen is cool, but obviously, I'm happy to have this attachment. but um
0: speaking of next gen. Brand. I know. Xbox Series X name explained by Microsoft. You didn't join us for the Game Awards last week.
1: I didn't. I was there. We were down there, yeah. uh, Greg and I, just sitting in the crowd.
0: So you got that, you got the feel the pop of the crowd when they announced the Xbox Series X yeah. new console. Turns out, maybe not actually the real name, and by maybe I mean Microsoft has confirmed. Microsoft has revealed that the name for its next generation game console is simpler than originally believed. It turns out the name of Microsoft Next Gen line will just be Xbox and the Series X name is for the specific model of consoles. This news comes from Business Insider, who confirmed with a Microsoft representative that the Xbox Series X name revealed at the Game Awards applies only to that specific version of the console. Quote, the name we're carrying forward to Next Generation is simply Xbox, the Microsoft representative said, and at the Game Awards, you saw that name come to life through Xbox Series X. Mm Mm-hmm. Microsoft also confirmed that the naming convention will allow for different naming variations within the next gen lineup. Similar to what fans have been seeing with previous generations, the name Xbox Series X allows for additional consoles in the future. Currently, there are several consoles or under the Xbox One banner. There's Microsoft's most powerful machine console, our powerful console, the Xbox One X, along with the slimmer, less powerful variants like the Xbox One S and the Xbox One S all digital. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. this is a thing that we we thought based on that thing that it was going to be called the Xbox Series S, but in retrospect, it's a little weird to call it the Series as as the full name. and just, But we got the idea right of other variations to be called Series Things. Yeah. So they're just going with Xbox as the branding for the box. Yeah.
1: I mean, it doesn't surprise me entirely. And we saw that in the trailer, too. Like, the Xbox was, like, really pronounced and exaggerated. Um, it, you know, I feel like we see this with brands all the time. Uh, that They just went back to the beginning because they've gotten to the point where they did Xbox they did Xbox 360 they did Xbox 1 and now they've done Xbox One editions you know as not that they haven't had other stuff but this one in particular Xbox One X Xbox One all or er, yeah Xbox what is it all,
0: one Xbox One F, S, S all digital all editions. digital edition Xbox
1: yeah. Exactly. I still call it the Sade, but that's <laughs> a terrible uh, '90s, I think, reference. But um, anyway, the point is they kind of went all the way back around, and like, where were they going to go? You know, Xbox Next Series X. Like, it starts to to be a lot. But so, one to me, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird though, in a way, where like it's kind of Xbox Series when you think about it. Like, is it always going to be Xbox Series something? I realize it's Series X, but my right. point, right, is that. We will associate this generation with Xbox Series Blank. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What's the next generation then? Because like I get that they went back, but like you know what I mean. What if they don't?
0: Like if they're just going with Xbox, like whatever they call the next one, it'll be in the Xbox
1: Series One X. I mean, there's (laughs) two X, probably the two. There's always
0: the idea that there is no next one, though. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I know, but like, meaning there's only so many letters at the end of the alphabet. Right. I guess we can get into like Omega and Alpha and all that. Well, like Series X, parentheses, (laughs)
0: 2025. Like, what do they (laughs) call the next iPad? Is uh, the
1: Yeah, Pro uh, and all this stuff. But uh, but I'm I'm okay with it, regardless of whatever it actually means for the future. I mean, let's face it, it's all marketing. Um, I don't think they
0: they stick solely to letters, though, like, because it's confusing for people. Like what, yeah, like if, is it the Series is,
1: Five, uh, Series Audi Five Thousand? Yeah,
0: Series S and Series X are two. Like those, I think you can establish a dynamic between them. What do you do if you do more?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, is it Series Something or do they actually like, come yeah, up ser- with
0: Series A? Is that better than X? Like, yeah. so it's first. But
1: my point, right, was that regardless, it can't just be Xbox because it's always going to be followed by a Series Something or right. whatever new name they come up with. But I, I, you know. I'm fine with it. Number one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and number two is like, well, what does this mean for launch day? Do we think we'll see more than one series? Uh, yeah, more than one series.
0: So Frankfurter actually writes in says, "Good morning, Imran and Fran. So happy Imran is back together, reunited, <laughs> and <laughs> it feels so good." Xbox hasn't even had a week of being the next gen, or of being of the next gen news. I'm already confused by naming conventions due to Business Insider's new article. With the ecosystem being Xbox and the actual box being Series X, do you think this confirms two consoles for launch? If so, do you think the other one will just be white or will it look completely different? Thank you for all you do, Frankfurter. Mm-hmm. So It's a good name, Frankfurter. It's a good name. We, I think this involves some presumption. Mm-hmm. of do, We have to combine this with the other rumors that have also been going on of, is there going to be a cheaper Weaker version of this box, of this console, like the Anaconda Lockhart thing. Anaconda's a stronger right, one, Lockhart's exactly. a weaker one. If so, how much weaker is it? Mm-hmm. Like, are they, is it just an Xbox One X in a new box that, with a n- new firmware? And if so, do they just put it in the same, like, kind of casing? Or do they make it look like the Xbox Series X, mm-hmm. the next gen <laughs> Xbox, and, like, just have different colors?
1: Yes, yeah, see, I, uh, I thought about that when it was coming out. I was thinking the it wouldn't be that in this case. Mm-hmm. I think that the Series X is the premier 4K high. You know, maybe not. Yeah, I guess. You know, I, when I said higher storage, I was like, is this gonna also is Xbox Series X gonna come with multiple storage options? Like, they're not gonna. Do I that don't know. again. Probably not. Yeah, I, I don't think that works out. And plus, one of those hard drives goes bad, and then. But um, but no, I, I do think actually it might look different. I don't. You know, there is a cost question of like. Why wouldn't you just color it differently because otherwise, like it you know when you're manufacturing multiple editions of stuff, it becomes a little complicated, but actually, just the the profile of it seems kind of i don't know I know it's not fancy, but it seems a little fancier yeah. and then I think they just need like a standard you know flat kind of current gen you know look that we've been seeing
0: i mean when' snow Which bike probably bike the was, cheaper version right yeah. when snow bike was here last week. He mentioned that, oh, when he went to buy the 360, he wanted the full edition. They gave him an in arcade instead, and he didn't realize that until, like, long after he got home. I think there is the possibility, if you make them too identical, that it's just going to be confusing for people. Yeah, On the other exactly. hand, like, you also, into the, I think it was the Wii U situation where I wanted a white console, but I didn't want the, like, less, like, the... I forget what they call the standard edition with mm-hmm. like the less hard drive space and all that. So I bought the black one instead. Mm-hmm. So if let's say they do have an, a white Xbox Series X, no, yeah, they, I think white they X-Gen will. Xbox, like I would want it to be both versions. But then that also means like how many how many <sighs> boxes are you putting confused. up at the like top thing of a Best Buy?
1: Yeah. I... Now that I'm visualizing, I'm like, yeah, now I'm getting confused by the series and the colors. Like I think it makes sense to have Series X. Maybe it's available in multiple colors, because of course we all want that, um, Maybe, right right. But uh, outside of that, I think you're better off making the, uh, the Lockhart. was it Lockhart? Yeah Lockhart? Uh, yeah. Lockhart, the lower, you know, end ver- version, um, just a different design. Hmm. And what are they going to call it? Is it Series A?
0: I would say Series S because like uh, – Oh, S you think? They'll stick with that. That makes more sense. I said A. And A also – but again, that it's like –
1: It's too far back. Is
0: A better or is A worse? Like are you – is earlier in the alphabet like it? Because there's – I guess there doesn't need to be consistency. Like this is all marketing. This is a marketing problem at the end end of the day. But I'm really curious how this is going to end up. Like what are they going to do? Because mm-hmm. it is I, it is somewhat confusing just based on the scant few details we yeah. have now, which might be why it's confusing.
1: Yeah, but that's what that's exactly it. It's because it's not out. I mean, at the end of the day, there's not going to be that many different models. So, like, let's just assume that it's X, S, and let's say they have one more. What would be? Maybe it's just Xbox. F, I don't know. <laughs> F it, the series F U I. <laughs> I like this.
0: I th- What do you think a minimum for a, a weaker Xbox needs to be? Like it needs, probably needs to support 4K.
1: I don't know. It's funny. I was actually feeling like, well, I guess if it's for TV, I was going to say 1080p because that's the point of it being cheaper. You got an old TV. You're not thinking of upgrading anytime soon. You don't care about 4K. Save yourself the money. Save yourself the cooling power in the box as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, that is the differentiator, too. It's the easiest way to save on costs, right? right? You get less RAM, and you right. don't need the extra clock cycles and power dedicated. So I, I, I don't know. That was the first thing to occur to me is it would still be a 1080p box because what else? Like, hard drives would be lesser, but mm-hmm. what else are they going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. What I don't want to see is... A disp- yeah, I, I personally right now do not want to see it come out. And then there's like, well, you know, the textures aren't as good. Like, I just think that's a very confusing marketing. Like, meaning I'd rather – like, meaning, do you really want to play 4, 4K with I think it doesn't look as good as this other one? I think it's very confusing versus just like this is your 1080p box. There's less hard drive space. Um, maybe, you know, there's a couple other minor things about it versus the premium edition, which is the X. Mm-hmm. I think which would do 4K seems easy enough, and I'm sure it'll have. I don't know if there's more USB or whatever it is. Yeah. Little things like that to me make sense. Uh, what do you think? Are you thinking it's going to go this PC route of the? This is your RTX 1060 versus this is your RTX 2080 Super.
0: I think these are more or less pre-built PCs at this point, which is fine. Like that's where we're going. So like I having hate that a narrative. Having a, I mean, <laughs> that's not a bad thing. That is, it's like, not bad. They are PC architecture. Like they've obviously been engineered for a way to be consistent place- platforms for developers. But also, you're not going to have to worry about overheating or anything like that. Like this, we've engineered this so you don't have to. It's not just slot sla- or parts. See, that's why I don't
1: thing. like that narrative. It assumes that that's what PCs do, and like it's not. Yes, when you prefab Most, a console and run it through, like, the, the series of tests and all, sure, like, it is more consolidated and less, you know, yeah, there's less likelihood that you're going to run into trouble, but, I mean, you just brought up numerous problems with controllers and consoles on the right. show, so it's like but people not, don't like, think about
0: have, that with, like, consoles. They don't think about I, it. I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong that the narrative is bad, hmm. but that is the narrative, is that consoles are simpler than PCs, and, yeah. like, I'm not as somebody who games on PC as well mm-hmm. they are more difficult in the long run
1: Oh absolutely but that, but I think that's where I was going with it is like to me I mean it's a console it's not a would you say a PC
0: like a pre-built
1: pre-built it's absolute that's the point it's not that it's not running Windows like standard yes. you can install whatever you want and on top but of I it I think
0: you saying that those are value adds to some people water value heads that, that it does do these things do no you? yeah, yeah.
1: but that's why it's just the console meaning i'm seeing a lot of the narrative my main thing was less about i don't care i'm not being defensive <laughs> about the pc being finicky because i my pc just broke the power button right Did it? <laughs> yeah like it almost screwed me i was going live on uh twitch yeah you guys had shouted it out on the show i don't know if you were on that one but i was finally on their front page for the first time and it was scheduled 8 p.m. and i woke up oh, yeah. and boop 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 nothing just not turning on fran luck in full effect yeah i saw i saw your tweet about that sweat you know like how why and not it didn't. turns out the power button was just i had to unplug it from the motherboard but we don't want to do that with consoles <laughs> um what i was going to say is i feel like because it's a tower design that everybody's sort of saying what you're getting at is like, oh, it's like totally like kind of like a pre built PC. I'm like, it's just a console. You could be a
0: people. fucking orb and it would still be the same thing. I know,
1: but that's what, you know, where I'm going with this is the Xbox One X is exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's no difference. It's yeah. just because of the tower design. No, everybody's, we're already
0: there as a the thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: But but actually, no, I'd go farther back. I'm like, it, that's what consoles are is they are pre built PCs. Right. You know, you can get into an argument about what OS it uses, but ultimately, that's the whole point is they are streamlined and fabricated in a way that they are cheaper and you know hopefully tested better that the components are not like mm-hmm. wait you know the video card was plugged in by the folks at dell you know they don't do that and then you know they have an assembly line that's a lot more
0: testing and whatnot. Yeah. so what do you think of the design you mentioned it but i haven't heard your thoughts on the overall oh. xbox design
1: I dig it uh, it's hard you know I know there's been some like scale um, comparisons and stuff out there it's hard without actually seeing it but I really dig it um, from a form factor in your living room like uh, I, I I don't know part of me is like I just want to slide it under a shelf mm-hmm. and this demands that I either... Like, what if you have a TV mounted on the wall, you know, and...
0: I mean, it can go to the side, so you're the, fine there, but...
1: Yeah, but there you go. If you have actual entertainment center shelving, it doesn't really vibe with that. It assumes that you either have a TV sitting, I think, on an entertainment center, or a desk, whatever, you just set it next to it. It's like no, a, I mean, like, you it, can, it's like it, you can
0: like, lay it on the side. So it can go horizontal. Oh. It's just a little long. Oh, dear God. It's like a foot long, I think. Oh, dear God. Mm-hmm. I never
1: thought of... it uh, That's the like laying like, a PC on its side. You can't do that. And I go right back to the PC thing after I just... You've
0: always been able to, like, lay consoles on their side. This is not a huge deal.
1: Ah, true. The PlayStation uh, 3 in particular, right? That was the... The the PS3, like,
0: they wanted you to have it, like, front-facing. And the 2 as well.
1: The 2 and the 3. You could do either, right?
0: 2, like, the main marketing was showing that thing vertical. But... Yeah, I guess you're right.
1: Like, you, all the stuff's just attached in back, and you can just lay it down.
0: But you also do want to make sure, because like, that, that vent is one place, so it's not in the back. Yeah, have, that just can't to, be up against you Yeah, know, you something. can't have that against a part of the wall, like, whatever. Yeah.
1: But even then, actually, now that you mentioned it, <laughs> if that was the intention, good call. I don't even know why I didn't think of the obvious. <laughs> I mean, I haven't, like, without seeing it, you don't start thinking about these things. But uh, it's got that curve, mm-hmm. Um the that the, you know, even if you set it against something, it would actually still have airflow in there. So maybe yeah. that's an intention. Is they want to make sure people don't like put the exhaust they up against so something.
0: They are so paranoid. At, like talking to Microsoft engineers over the last like ten years, mm-hmm. they are so fucking paranoid about another red ring situation. Like they do not want anything. Yeah, of like of course. Because it cost them a billion dollars. It was a huge thing. Was that the end cost of all? It the, probably like, cost more than that. Honestly.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It was a, it was a total disaster, and it's funny because it was um, that the the red ring thing was hard drives, right?
0: Yeah, it was a. I th- that was, I thought. I think it was the X clamp. You're wrong. could help us like figure that yeah, out. Yeah, there
1: might have been a few. I recalled there being shipped with. I feel like there's a name like Thomas something hard drive. I don't know what it was. Sorry, Thomas. Thomas is hard out drive. There. Yeah, the, Thomas the hard, the hard drive. Yeah, everybody loves those. Uh, but no, um, I thought it was a hard drive thing. And they shipped like yeah, so many of them. But then they had to actually replace everything, right? Didn't mm-hmm. they have to like fulfill? And that's where a lot of yeah. This I cost. think it was
0: if you bought an Xbox 360 and within three or four years it red ringed, yeah, then you could just send it back. I had to do it twice. I had to do it once yeah. for a red ring and one for an E24 error.
1: Yeah, I mean, eventually they went bad, but yeah, ultimately it was just bad marketing. You're yeah. like, it's still to this day. To your point, everybody knows what that is for the most part. So Microsoft
0: has had at least one major PR blunder per generation. If it, hopefully this next one is not, well, I guess the first <laughs> generation not so much, but like the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One had like major marketing. Yeah,
1: issues. I was gonna say the first one was less. So uh, it was early enough that it was just like a big bulky console mm-hmm. with a crazy big controller i mean that would maybe be the biggest like publicized like the the super-sized controller that they released yeah, for the a, american hands as they said um but i was going to say you bring up colors and stuff do you think that green light on top would be maybe multi <laughs> Is it turn red? i, I
0: hope it's at least tur- you can turn that thing off i don't i hate leds on my stuff
1: yeah like you know, like the option the option's fine. Okay. If somebody wants fine. to do that. They, I love the option. If
0: they want to have rainbow colors on their Xbox, go for it. Yeah. But I want to be able to turn that off like day one. Because like one, I keep things running most yeah. of the time. Two, like it's just, it's ever since the Wii where it just didn't work consistently. Yeah. Because like it was, the idea was it would pulse when it had something to show. Yeah. But the actual thing was almost message. everyone's light broke immediately and it would do like, get li- or, <laughs> the light would get brighter, than beep, 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 and then
1: turn off oh wow yeah it's funny like i, I remember now that you mentioned the we like looking for those like notices that you'd have some i i like that but um as long as you have the option to turn off same as vibration stuff like yeah I, I would well let's face it rgb man you can't live without rgb and you're not going to sell me the pc fan over here that i am but um i, I actually do you like those LEDs. on your
0: pc do you like having I mean, the leds and the oh yeah
1: um you i definitely you, you just turn it off
0: yeah, I usually just disconnect the actual. LED Man, that brings things.
1: your frame rate down, though. That's kind of messed up.
0: From the- yeah,
1: the RGB will actually speed up your processing power because, like, Are just you how? Or- no, no. I mean, yeah, I know I'm being very like. You're like, what are you talking? I legitimately
0: about? don't know if you're like making like, joking yeah, with yeah, me because yeah. I'm like, that seems like a thing that would work <laughs> on
1: PCs. Um,
0: yeah, it turns out if you just turn like connect the LEDs, <laughs> yeah, the because like the, the fans
1: are running, and there you go. Yeah, it uses more power, and then no, I'm just <laughs> messing. But uh, but uh, people love RGB. I certainly do. Mm-hmm. So um, don't take it away from me and give us the option.
0: So you you can have it. You can have as many as you want.
1: But that's actually really interesting. Like you would have, let's say you have a PC, you know, I don't know if you have an office or your studio or whatever. You got your PC, you got your Xbox, all of them. If you have the option, you're just going to shut them off. They're just like dark. There's no, you can't see any of the grading or components. That's how you do it. Mm -hmm. Man, (laughs) it's like food without salt. It's like, I don't know. You seem that's excited for the next generation I uh, I'm always super excited for our next-gen stuff. Like, that's how I got into the industry, actually. Mm. I was so excited about Project Dolphin, the Nintendo GameCube at the time, that I followed every bit of news down to the minutiae, because that's what I filled my time with outside of going to school at the time. <laughs> and uh, it just sort of led me here, because, yeah, I was news sleuthing unknowingly a, yeah. a little bit on forums and whatnot. and led to Writing
0: this- into N64.com's daily
1: precisely um, but man i love it it's just exciting to speculate and um, you'll see it in the traffic too like in fact where i saw it i think i saw on youtube the trailer for this teaser for series x was like 9 million just on microsoft's channel and i mean that is a ton yeah. for a game chart trust me i don't think they have any other you know numbers like that granted by the way when you see numbers on youtube make sure to check the like uh, ratio to views because meaning they may have paid for millions of views <laughs> you never know uh, you know you go sometimes you see like a video with 500,000 views and you click in and then there's like you know 50 likes and dislikes and you're like what that seems strange mm-hmm. well there you go it's this because is, it's
0: this is some x file shit this
1: yeah it doesn't crazy, mean that people shit. didn't watch it it's just sometimes right stuff autoplays and-
0: or like it's ads like that is the other option. Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. sorry. They feed it into it's called TrueView, oh, okay. and it gets in when, the ad thing. But then there's no like or dislike button, so you when might you say skip paid it
0: for views. I assume you meant like. Oh, no, no, not just bot. put an extra 50 million on this number. No,
1: first. no, you, you can't really do that on YouTube. There's ways to try to like get bots on the web to come back and click through, uh-huh. but that stuff gets stomped out as well. But it's the same effect, by the way. You'll see it in the the likes. Anyway, yeah. I digress.
0: All right, we've talked about that for a while. Now let's talk about the Outer Worlds, which is getting story DLC coming in 2020. That's from Steve Watts at Steve GameSpot. Watts, the Outer Worlds is a wide—I'm enunciating to make sure I don't mess up. It's good. It's a wide open uh, adventure game that can last dozens of hours if you fully plumb its depths and side quest. But even more is coming in 2020. Obsidian has announced that Story DLC will be coming next year, though the studio didn't say much more than that. In a brief note on the Obsidian forums, social media manager Shyla Schofield, Schofield thanked mm-hmm. the team behind the game and noted the honor of receiving four nominations at the Game Awards. Though the post was made after Outer Worlds went home empty-handed, she said, even just being nominated means a lot. Then the message sagged into the upcoming content. Quote, However, the journey isn't over yet, as we are excited to announce that we will be expanding the story through DLC next year, it reads. Details will be made available at a later date. The note didn't mention platforms, but presumably it will come to every platform simultaneously. PC, PS4, Xbox One, and possibly Nintendo Switch. The timing on that platform port is still unannounced.
1: Oh, they did announce a Switch version, they though. Did. They did. didn't always say forget the timing yet. Yeah. yeah, I definitely forgot that, too.
0: I assume it was one of those things of, like, as that game was winding down, and it was like... Hey, do you guys want to do this? Like, we can support it. Yeah. Just you know, you have to get like if you want to do the port, mm-hmm. which means it's probably actively being worked on. now. Yeah,
1: that is a good question. If this DLC will be late right. because of when that comes out, but um,
0: but did you play Outer Wilds? Wilds, or because <laughs> I have the answer is to guesses, but bo- if you're listening,
1: guess. you can see my face. I'm trying to get him to say it.
0: You you had the the actual troll face. Yeah. Yes.
1: So did you play? I did. Wilds. I, I played both. I <laughs> you played Outer Worlds and Outer Wilds. I know it really is every time we do the show. But you did great. You never said it once. I, I cause, well one the text is right in
0: front that. of me, and i if you make a point to like actually really? read out the word, phonetically pronounce it, then like okay, okay, I got this. That's it. But as have you played Outer Worlds yet?
1: No, I've been wanting to, but like I'm again. There's certain games like secure. I just got to finish before dipping into other stuff. Like I mean, that.
0: we got that two weeks before the like Game of the Year podcast. Yeah. There are some games I would suggest maybe getting through.
1: Okay, and What, are you shaming me for not playing I'm shaming this yet? You a little, yes. Well, I mean, did you do your uh, Saint Fourteen quest in Destiny yet, Imran? Because, like, I mean, are you caught up? I'm joking, but
0: I like, don't even I mean know you don't know play Destiny. I know exactly.
1: It's a lot <laughs> to do, man. Uh, it's actually and I'm it was never
0: lot, going but. to do it.
1: Uh, you yeah, know that's a tough game to keep up with Actually, amongst other things borderlands and all that
0: what is on your list for like w- what you want to hit before the the game backlog
1: the as cast. they call it
0: like we have these two weeks we're, like we're not doing anything. Yeah, shows. because we
1: have our, our game. Well, yeah, we have time off. Yes. Uh, presumably, yeah. Like our 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 no work December a deaf, starts. These next week. these slackers are just taking time off. But I probably will as well. But um, but yeah, I don't really have like a backhaul list for the two weeks. It's more about we do have Gamescast coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, game of the Year edition, I believe, will be early January. January second recording, I
0: believe.
1: Yeah, I was looking at. It, I was like, really? The day after New Year's. We got to get in fast. So we get a rest day, but that's it. Um. So I, I actually need to know what to play before then is the question. And this was certainly one of them. Mm-hmm. Disco Elysium is another. Um, what do you feel like is going to come up be, you know, on that show? As, I like know, Sekiro, obviously, to your point.
0: Yeah. I personally am going to fight for some degree of Outer Wilds. So not oh, this one. Okay. The other one.
1: I've played some. I should play more, you know, based on what you're saying there.
0: Yeah. I've heard from a number of people that I need to play analog – not analog uh, – Plague Tale, in a sense.
1: Yeah. And he did... I haven't played that either. Yeah.
0: I, I. Honestly, I don't even know what kind of game it is. I looked at the Steam channel last night. I'm like, oh, yeah, I should pick this up. And I like mm-hmm. looked at the price, and like, I'll pick it up later. Yeah. But I looked at it, I was like, this is a third-person action game, I guess? Or something? I didn't think
1: – yeah, it's funny that now that you're saying it, I keep looking at it. I'm like, I should check that out. And you're, What type of game is that? I'm like, oh, I should know that. And I'm uninformed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if I watch Trail, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right. But, uh, yeah, I think that'll come up. Um, was there anything like Greg or Tim were excited about that You know, might come up? I don't know. I mean, honestly, I feel like it's going to be very heavily between – uh, because of the crew, it's Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big pick for a lot of people. Um, I think that's going to— Outer Worlds. Greg
0: and Tim are definitely going to fight for Fallen Order.
1: Yeah, Outer Worlds, and then, like, yeah, exactly. For the crew, what will be left? Like, see, it's going to be hard to get into security, or your point. You and I will be rooting for it.
0: Yeah,
1: um, That's not necessarily my pick. I'm just saying in general.
0: I would also S- say you and I will probably be on control.
1: Oh yeah, Control, duh, obviously. But everybody played Control, thankfully.
0: Everyone played Control. So, I think Greg ended up not liking it as much as most. Like we're also getting into predictive. I gotta play uh, like, that end game Oh yeah, content expeditions. You, you def- I I've heard. i things. It. I'm gonna Got try this weekend. Not a whole it this lot of week, story behind it though. That's okay. Which is fine because like I'm... the actual story stuff is coming in January. So mm-hmm. like whatever, we're good.
1: Yeah. The the foundation. Yeah. Anywho, uh, now you're making me like nervous that there's, (laughs) there's not enough time to do all of what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Just like playing, I, Sekiro's fine. I'm done with that. But like getting into like outer worlds all of a sudden, or also, uh, Plague's Tale, like and also Disco Elysium, like on top of, I am still playing Destiny and Borderlands DLC is hitting, like, I'm sorry, it's too much.
0: It is too much. There are too many video games.
1: So we need to have a conversation with the team. Like, you have to play this. We actually should double check. But
0: I mean, we could use that Slack channel we don't use for anything else. And I think the last thing we put in there was like me linking that Jesus game trailer like three weeks ago.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw that like in Slack. <laughs> oh, yeah. And by the way, I should mention, I think it's the whole it's everybody here kind of funny. I don't know what the parameters are, but it's not just us on the show, is it? I, have I don't won. know. Maybe there's two awards. You tell us how the they do The two people
0: it. who are least equipped to answer this. Kind <laughs> <talking funny>. of <about laughs>
1: com slash you're wrong. We know we got some best friends out there who know what's up.
0: So there's a little game that came out a couple of years ago that was a game of the year at some places <laughs> called <laughs> Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yeah, never heard of it. At the Game Awards, there was a tease of a thing called that mm-hmm. just said Prologue. Yeah. So it said in the Player Unknown universe or something like that.
1: It uh, just says a Player Unknown production because that's yeah. what Brandon Green sort of is known as. Right. It's like, it would have been the same if it said a Hideo Kojima production.
0: Yes. Same Brendan deal. Green, Hideo Kojima, more or less the same. <laughs> Brendan, Player Unknown Green's next game, Prologue, is not a shooter. Mm-hmm. This is from James O'Connor at GameSpot. Prologue, the new game for Player Unknown Battlegrounds' Brendan Green, had its world premiere during the 2019 Game Awards. A short trailer was shown, but we didn't get much insight into what the game is or how it plays. The trailer announced the game's name and who's making it, but that's about it. Prologue's genre was not made clear. With this in mind, it's reasonable for players to expect another shooter, serving as a direct follow-up to the wildly popular Battle Royale shooter that came before it. However, this won't be the case. Speaking to Forbes, Green clarified that Prologue will not be a shooter at all, let alone a Battle Royale shooter. Green, who left development of PUBG behind to form PlayerUnknown Productions under PUBG Corp., says that Prologue is about testing new tech. This is the first step in the journey for me, he told Forbes. Quote, Prologue is the first step into the new world for us. I wanted the chance to deliver something new on a global scale. I've got something pretty big. I've got some pretty big dreams about what I want to achieve that I'm not quite ready to achieve. It will require some new tech. Green wants to launch new global IP, which is a 25-person studio, he, which his 25-person studio is currently working on. He also says that he would like to create a game of an enormous scale. Quote: hundreds of kilometers by hundreds of kilometers with thousands of people. It not, it's not clear if Prologue will be the game to achieve this. Of course, this tells us more about what Prologue is than what it isn't. A genre, as well as a release window and systems, have not been announced yet. Mm-hmm. So that's not what I expected at all. When you, when you say the name is Prologue, I assumed this would be... Because PUBG Corp has said they are also working on a game that explains the origins of PUBG.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> so, so I assumed... It was, it was easy was to connect those two things. Yes.
0: Yeah. But apparently, prologue just means, like, I'm working on a thing. I don't really fucking know what it is yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of guy that Green is, right? I mean, he started out of mods and whatnot and uh, was tinkering with stuff, right, and sort of has now arrived all the way through to the huge success that PUBG is. Um, obviously knows game design very well now, mm-hmm. but... I mean, ultimately, PUBG is the by far the biggest thing that he's ever worked on. So he's got all this money, um, certainly a ton of resources in terms of creative minds. I think so. I like where he's going with it. Like, meaning he clearly loves to just try newer stuff. Meaning PUBG did really, yeah, man, it forged new ground in terms of battle royale. I mean, you. I, I was going to say you could argue, but I'm just going to say you wouldn't have Fortnite without PUBG. Oh, of course. Because there was nothing to answer to, and Fortnite wasn't, an, I should say, Fortnite Battle Royale was an answer to PUBG.
0: I mean, also directly, so, like, this is a story that doesn't get told that much, but pub, our Brendan Green was working with Epic on changes to the Unreal yeah. Engine for, to better support Battle Royale. Yeah. And those That work gave Epic the experience necessary to directly copy yeah. it with Fortnite.
1: Well that's a tall order meaning i i don't know okay directly because, adapt
0: the genre themselves because meaning
1: i I, they, I mean they were they were but like in other words unreal engine is used for a ton of stuff and that's just part of
0: right but it's like it's but it let them figure out what the ins and outs of that what the engine yeah. could do with that but that's that part control. of
1: what goes with it meaning if let's say unreal was optimized to handle right that like battle royale you know server online functionality it's like well it, either way, it's like, uh, you know, when a new Nintendo game comes out and you're like, oh, that was a cool feature that they added this in. Like, that's just part of influencing designers, period. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did give them a leg up. I, I understand that. But yeah. you sign up for that.
0: Which, I mean, also actually led to a lawsuit between, like, or at least a threatening of a lawsuit yeah. from PUBG I, Corp. To right. Traffic.
1: And I don't think it was just that. Um, I think that it was ultimately like, if Fortnite used a lot of just like the pure basis of the Battle Royale, I think right. it was more about that of like, this is our thing, but I'm like, I always bring this up, and I think that's why I brought Nintendo up. It's like, well, when they released Mario 64, like, yeah, it influenced a ton of other games. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just gonna happen. That's the, you know, the best form of inspiration and flattery. Um, It's not like Fortnite plays like PUBG at all, and it never did, in terms of a direct, it never did.
0: At the time, though, when those are the only two games in town, yeah, like you, you drew a line from one to the other. Going oh, they oh, yeah, were is, super similar. Yeah,
1: but there was a reason why you would play one and not the other. That's all I'm saying. Meaning, it was not like a direct carbon free. copy. What's that? One was free. <laughs> well, yeah, and one was free as well. But meaning, they always played very differently, and it was interesting to see how what Fortnite's turned into. And um, anyway, I was going to say I'm very excited about Pub. Uh, sorry, Prologue. Prologue. From uh, I'm not convinced it's not
0: PUBG related. Owner. I'm not really like. That feels like the kind of thing you say, like, early on.
1: Well, what if it's in the same world?
0: That know? I can see. And the tech,
1: like, you know, ultimately, it's not PUBG, but maybe. They don't say that. They do say, do they clearly say it's not related to the world? Um, uh, no, he just says it won't be a shooter or a battle royale. Um, it's just a first step in a journey, and it's a first step into a new world.
0: He says um, a new global IP.
1: Oh, that is true. They, they do say they want to launch a new global But episode.
0: that doesn't necessarily mean not Fortnite related.
1: But yeah, exactly. We've seen this. I think that's where I was going with it. Sometimes you've seen franchises that are in the same world, but they're not like direct. Right. Um, so was, yeah.
0: like, like We've mentioned it before, but like the head of Sledgehammer left Activision to come to PUBG Corp to make a new PUBG game, like a single player shooter. The, the Glenn? Life. Who are you talking about? Uh, the head of Sledgehammer.
1: The previous head? Are yeah. you talking the Glenn
0: Schofield? Put- might have been Schofield. Wasn't it, it Schofield?
1: Might or be. was it somebody? Well, maybe we'll kind of wrong this. But, but Glenn left as well as Michael Condry, right? Condry started the it's studio. either Condry
0: or Schofield. I don't remember. No,
1: Condry time. is doing the 2K original IP studio, okay. whatever that is. Then it is. would have been Schofield. So Schofield, yeah. So it's Glenn. Oh, I totally don't know why I missed that news. Because you guys promoted to head I mean, of
0: activation, Or not head of activation, but like head of development. Oh, and so. And then left about six months after. If
1: that's the correct news, you're saying you think he's on this project.
0: Either he's on this project or they're making another game very similar to this but granted if he said it's not a shooter it might not be pubg-related at all well because like you wouldn't get the head of sledgehammer to come and make a not shooter
1: yeah you're right i totally missed this news it was in uh, the summer um awesome but what i'm thinking about is i mean glenn was obviously a part of dead space and all that and so yeah. it brings a lot of really cool experience in worlds that like that and, and rock
0: actually like a dead space style like pubg origin story like
1: a <laughs> I just, I don't even know what that means, Imran, but the way it either, sounded, I sound will pre order what you just talked about. I'm Fuck yeah. down. <laughs> um, last note. Yeah. If you haven't watched this very short teaser, check it out. It's somebody in the middle of, you know, a thunderstorm, in the middle of like a, a deep forest kind of thing and looks very scared and almost with like the looking around and mouse on PC, very fast, like looking around what's coming.
0: You were the um, only person I know who would have been like, oh, that's mouse look. Well, I mean, it
1: it has that feel. It's very fast and fluid, looking around. But I'm not saying that it's mouse and keyboard. I was just getting it. It's this panicked, very fast looking around. Not that like you know the cinematic console demo where people like slowly pan up at the trees. And it's not that. It's like that's frantic. And then the lightning strikes, and it's like let me ask you something. When I'm playing, it's cool looking.
0: I'm playing a game. I try to recreate that cinematic camera of like the slow. Oh, I do that all the time. Okay, I'm not crazy. I'm you not the only one. You should see really my death that.
1: stranding footage. It's literally that, and there's music playing in the background. <laughs> I'm trying to get the camera to like turn towards my face, and then I oh, oh I like trip over a rock. Yeah, I'm not even joking.
0: But. It's like real life.
1: It is like <laughs> that. Is like my real life. Uh, maybe yeah, I last... throw it
0: like at you. I just say like in real life in general. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: you, you try to be like all drama- dramatic and um, fancy, and then you just stumble. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, do you have any theories on what it is? Because I was gonna say based on the trailer, I have some
0: ideas. But... I, so, I think he's lying. I think it's PUBG related.
1: You, man, you're stuck on this PUBG idea. I think um,
0: like they're. I think I'm sure he wants to create a new thing, like a new type of game. I think at some point the corporation will be like, "Hey, uh, he's in we charge need of it, you <laughs> But like, what if we just made this a PUBG game? Because that's our license. We're PUBG Corp. We don't need to, like, let's establish this as a major thing first, and then we can go out and well, do like, yeah, other stuff.
1: Well, I was gonna say PUBG Corp is actually part of Blue whatever aren't Blue they? Hole now. They sold. They sold out. They you uh, is words, the they publisher sold of the off.
0: original PC version, but PUBG Corp is the maintainer of the game and is uh, oh, publisher partner that. for the other console version. So. Overall, they made they own it. Blue Hole, Blue hole owns yeah. some degree of the PC version at this point.
1: They own some degree of the PC version, but not the franchise yes. at, at large. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought they sort of...
0: Or I think they bought Blue Hole. One of the two. Okay, well... Something happened, but Blue Hole is not making the calls anymore.
1: Okay. Well, my hope was that he uh, does something in the style of Battle Royale where it's, yeah, and it is massively multiplayer online. I mean, you see there's a little bit of him talking about that in the quote.
0: Thousand people, yeah.
1: But the idea of being like in the forest, you know, and, and you're. Panicked, looking around, and whether it's a battle rail or not—I mean, it's not—but meaning that there might be something there. I mean, we saw, we've seen stuff like this with maybe I don't know what would you call rust and yeah, you know, like maybe survival sim or not yeah. sims
0: but games that are essentially massively online, but not quite yeah. because they're shards. But like doing that without the shard system and having everybody just on an island would be a new interesting thing. Yeah.
1: So I mean, either way, it's a cool teaser, but we know you can make it up into anything you want at this yeah.
0: point. But Fran, that's so far away. If I wanted to know what's coming to the Mountain Tops today, where would I look?
1: The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday.
0: Yeah. Out today Untitled Goose Game, finally out on PS4 and Xbox One. There's a free Goose Game theme on PS4. Honk if you love it, honk if you're horny. Uh, All right, there oh, was that too. The, there's also the game is out on Game Pass on Xbox. I'm not sure if it's on today. Or oh, is soon. it? Dope. But like, that's a good way to play that game, honestly, because I would not necessarily spend 15 bucks on it. But I think
1: yeah, I've not played game it yet. I'm game, like, it's that pretty. would be good. You can do it still for a dollar, I think. Once it, I'll, I'll look while you're you're going mm-hmm. through these. But
0: Tamashi is out on PS4. Xenoraptor is out on PS4. Demons with shotguns is out on PS4. Watum, Kato Takahashi's new game. Everybody's talking about that. Is out on PS4 and PC. Stramium Immort- Immortally is out on PS4. Demon Pit is out on PS4. Rift Keeper is out on Switch. Merge Towers is out on PC. Tree 2, Colin Deluxe Plus is out on PC and Mac. Bloody Train is out on PC. Potata Chapter 1 is on on PC. <laughs> Sin <laughs> Chess is out on PC. New dates. There's a new Pokemon Go update called the Buddy System, which is gonna have improved benefits for the player and their Pokemon. So you can like carry a buddy Pokemon around, like Ash and his Pikachu. Uh, that should be before the end of 2019. The Ninokuni film is part of Netflix's January 2020 plan. It will be available on January 16th. So that's a an animated film that's based on the Ninokuni license, but <laughs> not any specific game, So it's an original story. Okay, follows the same thing of like two kids get stuck in a fantasy world kind of thing. Horizon Zero Dawn, Uncharted: Lost Legacy, and more, including PUBG, join the PS Now lineup next month. So technically, technically, Horizon is now on PC. Hmm. Hmm. Deal of the day: Ring Fit Adventure is sixty nine dollars up via Amazon. If you're looking forward to those like New Year's resolutions that you're not going to keep, of yeah, I'm going to lose some weight this year. Seventy bucks. Seventy bucks. It's got the peripheral. It's got a perfect... That's a used- deal. It was 80 bucks before. Nintendo games, don't come down in price that often. Might as well get it while you can.
1: Yep. Uh, I was going to confirm. Yeah, Untitled Goose Game is out today on Games Pass as well. Okay, so awesome. That's the way to, to check it out. That,
0: if you have the option, that would be good. It's not a bad mm-hmm. buy, by any means. If you're like, if you're Yeah, Game if 4.
1: you want to support it for sure and support those developers, then... I, I mean, that's what... Never mind. Totally different discussion. <laughs> I was thinking, how does Games Pass support devs? Do they get their full amount? I guess maybe they do, but... I actually have no idea how that yeah. works. Where it, it they things, get paid on installs, and I don't know.
0: It's going to be one of those discussions that goes forward, like, of how are these services affecting how games get, ma- like, made and paid, honestly. Yeah.
1: I'm going to assume that it's great for the developer still, so check it out on Games Best for a dollar. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. I know like, it's funny, like, we're used to having that discussion, but it's like, I never really told Because it kind of
0: dropped out around Apple Arcade, because we, we t- started yeah. talking about it then, and then we stopped talking about Apple Arcade in general. And we just not me, We just talk about that discussion.
1: I'm all over it. I'm going to bring it up on Gamescast again if I can. I need to... Card of Darkness. I've been playing the crap out of Card of Darkness.
0: I've not downloaded a single game since the like launch.
1: Really? Well, I still keep paying for it, so I'm right. bad with money. After the show, we're talking about Card of Darkness. Okay, we'll talk about Card okay. of Darkness after it's the show. such a fun game.
0: I know Greg mentioned something about that the other day.
1: Oh, because I'm trying to sell everybody on it now. <laughs> it's, it came out with the service, but anyway, check it out. Cool card attack game.
0: But, friend, I'd also like to hear from our readers, too. Yes. It's time for reader mail. You can write into to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you can get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love does bras differently. They believe that every woman deserves to feel comfortable and confident every day. With the right kind of support, they help her... They help her to do this. Their bras are designed to fit you, not the other way around. Designed with measurements from millions of women, their bra styles are made to fit your life. They have over 80 bra sizes, but know the only size that matters is yours. They make bras you believe in. Every bra is backed by their perfect fit promise. 60 days to wash and wear it. If you don't love it, returns are always free. Every bra is made for your comfort with memory foam cups. No slip straps, and smooth, scratch-free brands, they printed label. We believe in giving back. They donate all their gently used bras to women in need. And the Kinda Hunnies love their 3rd Love bras, and you will too. Did you know that breast shape matters when finding a good fit? 3rd Love helps you identify your breast size and shape and finds styles that fit your body. They also have the perfect fit re- promise. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, return it, and 3rd Love will wash it and rep- donate it to a woman in need. Fit stylists are available to help via chat or email. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. Third Love donates all their gently u- used return bras to women in need, supporting charities in their local San Francisco Bay Area and across the United States. So far, Third Love has donated over $15 million in bras. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com games now to find your perfect fitting bra. Get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com games for 15% off today. We're also brought to you by Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers sim- smarter interest rates to help you pay off your high-interest credit card debt. Greg needed this when he first moved here. Upstart moves beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of smarter interest rates. Upstart believes that you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you, and they understand that. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. The best part? Once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day, the next day. Over 300,000 people have used Upstart to pay off their, credits car- pay off their credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly pa- payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit at upstart.com slash kfgames. Finally, we're brought to you by Logitech. Apparently, we use the Pro-X headset here at Logitech, and Greg himself has said he loves it. The blue voice microphone is crystal clear for him and easy to call into podcasts with designed in collaboration with and for pro gamers for advanced comms and precision audio. This is the first Logitech G headset to feature blue voice microphone technology. This gives you a choice of real-time voice filters to reduce noise, add compression, and de-essing, and to ensure that your voice sounds richer, cleaner, and more professional. Fran, have you ever done that thing where you've watched a stream with somebody, and, like, it's a normal volume stream, yeah. and then, like, they'll do a thing, like, let's say, win a level at Mario Maker, and then scream right. real fucking loud, and, it- and it, like, the... Like entire clips room and is just crackles yes, and, yeah. every like the levels are completely off. Those people, they need compressors for their microphone. That's right. That's really fucking important if you want to maintain decent levels for your audience they have them keep coming back. Mm-hmm. This features these microphones feature soft memory memory foam ear pads wrapped in premium leatherette and breathable velour to keep you comfortable no matter how long the game goes on. Velour is a super good word to say. It is velour. Pro X has some serious next-gen surround sound. Version 2.0 takes 7.1 channel surround sound further than ever with enhanced bass rendering, audio clarity, and proximity cues. And most importantly, a new level of distance awareness that differentiates between near-field and far-field audio, so you can pinpoint your enemy's location more quickly and accurately than ever. Pro X joins a complete setup of Logitech G gear, developed in close collaboration with top eSports pros. With Logitech G's most advanced tech and focus design, nothing Gets in the way of winning. For a limited time, Logitech G is offering our listeners ten percent of any of their products at LogitechG.com. Use code KF Games for ten percent off today. That's ten percent off all Logitech G products. Our products, if you purchase from LogitechG.com with code KF Games Games Games. That's it. Nanobiologist writes it. Hold on. Before I do that, I'm going to take a drink of water. That's I'm fair. That was bi- a,
1: a big ad read. Uh, And I'm not paid to say this, but uh, Logitech makes great stuff. Whenever
0: I buy new peripherals, the first thing I look for is Logitech stuff. Yep. Like, it's not necessarily, like oh, I'm doing my research. I'm like, I trust Logitech stuff because I know that's going to yep. work out for however many years I need. Exactly. It. It's
1: always nice when you have a sponsor that you also already love. Suckers. So They're paying
0: out. us for things we'd already said. <laughs> we
1: wouldn't have said it otherwise, so Those keep it idiots. rolling in. We don't see any of it, but we
0: don't. <laughs> we don't doesn't matter. We're, we're not involved with that. <laughs> we're not at involved. All.
1: Okay, so, biologist with the question.
0: In. Says, what's up, Infram? Everyone is talking about March, May, 2020, but one game that people seem to always be forgetting is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. A game that's being released January 17th. While it's not in the major shitstorm of game releases that will ultimately have us all end up bankrupt, why is nobody mentioning this great-looking DBZ RPG? Is it because the marketing is very lacking, or is it getting overshadowed by much more highly anticipated games coming out a couple of months later? Are you going to try this RPG take on the DBZ series when it comes out? Thanks, and may the force be with you, nanobiologist. Mm -hmm. So, I wanted to answer this for a larger, broader question of why certain games get ignored. This one specifically... I've played it. I didn't like it. Oh, like, you've checked it out already. I like. I we'll see how the final game works out. The initial thing of at is a it, demo thing of giving you given 15 minutes to play an open world game doesn't always work out because yeah. I want to rush to the boss. And the boss is sort of cool. And there was some cool things of like, oh, I'm like talking to Aider from Dragon Ball. Or I'm talking to Nam, and he has side mm-hmm. quests for me. And like, it actually does feel like you're Goku a little bit, which is that's neat.
1: Right. And so this is like a little what. Zelda Breath of the Wild inspiration, or how would you describe the gameplay? You know
0: like, what? I actually, might, that's not inaccurate. I not. Did I'm not to a Dragon Ball player,
1: but I was looking and I was like, "Well, he's fishing, and now he looks like he's going for some like food, and he's just kind of going around this open world." Like. Yeah,
0: basically, you get you get the Dragon Ball world available to you in okay. segmented parts, and it goes through the series. I assume it, it. Like, I know I've seen Frieza fights, thus I assume you're going to Namek mm. and all that jazz.
1: But but the combat is it? Yeah, is it all it's real like time?
0: A, So an enemy, like, rushes up to you, and I don't know if it's, like, you go into a certain zone or it's random, but, like, what happened in the demo is that, like, robots would come up to you, then a fight would start, (laughs) and it would break into, like, have you ever played the the 3D, like, Naruto Ninja Storm games? No. Okay, but I've so seen them. You have no basis for, for this. But it's like, well, like that. Seen, that's what it actually like, looks like. I've seen it. 3 Arena them. Fighter.
1: Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's an RPG, but it's real-time yeah. combat, and you're just going around the open world. And
0: like, the boss fight with Raditz was very much in mm-hmm. the Naruto kind of vein.
1: Okay. But you but, didn't uh, love it so far. I didn't
0: so. love that demo. The game is coming fairly soon. I think Bandai Namco is going to send me a copy, and I'm going to try it out. Mm-hmm. But I, it, I in terms of like Dragon Ball fan service, there's stuff like... It'll have a side quest based on the the driving episode, which is a a well loved filler episode. It'll have a costume for Vegeta that's like yeah. the bad man pink shirt, right? Yeah, which and means nothing it. to you, <laughs> but these are important things for Dragon Ball fans. Right,
1: and that was gonna be my response. Like, I'm not a DBZ fan, so that's if you're not, I think it's gonna be very hard to get excited about a game that looks like this. Yes. Like, it looks. Uh, we've seen a lot of these games dating all the way back to the p s two era, you know, and like it looks cool a little open world action RPG. I think with... if
0: Fighter Z never came out, people would be a lot more excited about this because yeah, because Fighter Z a... looks better, yeah, and, like that's, that's visually yeah.
1: that is the best looking of like uh, our system DBC works as a,
0: like they're black magicians, like who who the fuck knows how they do what they do. So it's not <laughs> fair to hold other companies, yeah. like accountable for that, but that's the way it is. But like, the larger answer for these things is, yeah, marketing is a factor. Of yeah. Sometimes games that are very good just don't get the hype and play because the publisher doesn't have the budget to put behind the marketing or they're, it's just not exciting IP or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a One Piece game last year called... Uh, and th- this applies to a lot of anime games and Bandai Namco games, and stuff like that. So One Piece game last year called World Seeker that was not bad. It was perfectly fine, but it was like a standard, like, I would say like a 7.5 8.0 kind of game. Oh, almost in a uh, 7.9 right there. Almost in the Mario Kart double dash area. Yes. <laughs> but I I think it's a totally reasonably fine game that I think one piece fans would probably love, but because it just didn't it didn't set the world on fire. It wasn't the the big games of the the time frame it came out. It's not going to get any attention. And that's just kind of – we were talking earlier, there's too many games. Yep. There's too many games probably to spend your time on games you, that aren't amazing or spend yeah. your money on that too. So that kind of ends up in these situations where these games come out or they're like about to come out and nobody really knows, notices or acknowledges them because they don't do like, like the Dragon Ball FighterZ thing of really catching your attention.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, re- and maybe that's it. It's rarely, these are for fans, and it's not that it may even be a bad game, but it's rarely does it achieve like Horizon Zero Dawn status yeah. in these worlds. And when games like this start to do it with that franchise or One Piece or whatever, then I think we'll all start to take that notice, you know, yeah. in the same way that Marvel finally came around, right? Like for, I'd say, a long time, it's like we all loved Marvel and all, but like TV shows and cartoons, it, it was hit or miss. And, right. you know, now people pay attention when there's anything Marvel, right? And so maybe we'll have an awakening with this stuff.
0: Like if you told me a Star Wars TV show would be something I should pay attention to, I'd be like, yeah. no,
1: <laughs> not until recently, unless it's on Disney plus, right?
0: Like, cause Lucas was kicking that idea around of like a CW live action show. And I'm like, I don't want to watch that. I hope they don't make that. Yep. But now there's like one I'm like, Oh, this is pretty cool. I'm into mm-hmm. this. Right. So BJ Bernardo writes in with a p- kind of a broad question. Hi, y'all. What do you think 2019 will be remembered for as far as gaming goes? Thanks, BJ. What is the... Because, okay, you could say yeah, 2017, I would theme? say, it was like the Japanese game renaissance in a lot of ways. 2018, I probably have to think a little bit harder. just I don't God of War. Anything. I mean,
1: that's what it was remembered for. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, actually,
0: yeah, 2018 would be like the big AAA games, make their big, like, resurgence, or not resurgence, but they they made their stamp on a generation with Red Dead, God of War, stuff like that. Yeah. What is, do you think this year is like? The, the what year is the, the theme? The double A maybe, like the control. The um, secular, I'm like
1: gonna it? actually. I need more time to think about a great question for Gamescast as well. Mm-hmm. Quick shot though, is I think the the battle of the storefronts. You know, as I start to think more about Epic Games oh, Store and true. and that whole deal. I mean, I think by far that's the thing that stands out most is from an industry perspective. You know, mm-hmm. do you think this is the year VR makes
0: it like? that we look back at like oh this is the turning point with Oculus Quest with Beat Saber with the announcement of like Half-Life Alex that this is the year that oh we've gone 2020? from 2020 or I mean 2019. Oh. Cuz Beat our Oculus Quest Oh, Plus that VR is in.
1: like legitimately like yes. there's no questions. I don't know. I felt not that not even way for a while. Like
0: questions, but like the turning point for VR. But what how do you define that? You know. That's it's it's a great of those question but that like, like we look at it in retrospect of like I, I, Yeah. Based on where VR goes next year. Like would this probably be that turning point of like okay a thing came out that made vr popular
1: yeah i'd have to know what vr uh, beat well let me put it this way i don't know what the sales are but i feel like we don't find ourselves talking about multiple games let's say half a dozen games that sold through you know really well millions and millions of copies once we get there you know meaning days gone sold what six seven million copies and I, that I, was
0: i think half-life alex will hit at least a million copies oh yeah easily
1: but my point is, I think that's when VR hits the turning point. Mm. But, um, but I was going to say the other thing, maybe cloud gaming, obviously Stadia, despite the very rough launch. Oh, yeah. um, I
0: legitimately forgot X about X-Cloud Beta,
1: yeah. Both of those will probably be a topic for, especially as we look back, you know, mm. think of five years from now and we're like,
0: oh man, yeah.
1: That's when X-Cloud Beta and Stadia hit, you know.
0: I'm trying to think like, because we haven't talked much about Nintendo in this conversation. Would, would this year be definable for anything for Nintendo? Nah,
1: I mean it's great stuff like Mario Maker and yeah. Smash Brothers DLC and all that stuff. But it's one of those years for Nintendo, right? I mean, there's nothing totally remarkable. They came out with a Switch Lite, but like it's this is classic Nintendo, and there's a, nothing wrong with it, right? It's like mm-hmm. new like, version of the console, slimmer, cheaper, extra battery, whatever. And they released a couple of their franchises they're well known for. But there's no Breath of the Wild two yet. That sort of when Breath of the Wild came out, that was Nintendo's yeah. moment. I mean, there is on Breath top of, Wild of too, Switch. Just not
0: now. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, there, he, there's like a, an actual successor to what Breath of the Wild stood for is going to be many, many years away. Yeah, like we're talking maybe five to ten years. Yeah,
1: but it was a huge moment for them um, and the Switch on top of it. Yeah. So I think it's it's hard. We'll it's see a, what next year looks like.
0: like. Like we said before, it's hard when you raise the bar for yourself; mm-hmm. hard to catch up to that sometimes.
1: It is. Good but, luck to um, Sony Santa Monica. Yeah. whatever they do next. <laughs> I'd be curious, like, for people to write 2. in
0: what they think, like, mm-hmm. 2019 in gaming.
1: Yeah, I'd love that. to hear. Uh, leave that in the comments. I would love to see that. That'd yeah. be a nice comments thread.
0: Or on the subreddit or anything like that, yeah.
1: Yeah, subreddit,
0: of course. Uh, time to squad up. This or Today, we got Chandler, speaking of Stadia, has a Destiny 2 request. He His, Woo! his Stadia name is, hold on. This is one of those things that... Alfer? Is it Alfer? Yeah. Or is it, like, a capital I? Because I can't... 100% tell?
1: Oh, you're going to – it looks like all for two, but okay. A-L-L-F-E-R. You're double-checking, huh? Uh, is there a way to double-check? <laughs> I'll check why you read yeah. through it. Okay. How about that?
0: What we think it is, it's is allfer 2 all for two, which makes sense. All for two? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, it, I'm quite
0: confident in this. All for two. Our Chandler writes in and says, I started playing Destiny Two when Stadia launched last month. It turns out I really like Destiny Two. I'm sure you used to that idea, Fran. Oh yeah. I played the Red War campaign and did some strikes to get my power level up to 900. And now I'm working on the grind from nine fr- from that to 950. I'm just realizing, as you you said, you're not a big Dragon Ball guy, but you're a Destiny guy. Destiny is just Dragon Ball. It's just Dragon Ball. He literally says, I. Shrikes to get my power level up to 900. Now I'm working to get... This is Dragon Ball. That's every anything with RPG in it. <laughs> all right. If, any watch, <laughs> if anyone wants to do weeklies together or try to do some of the older raids or nightfall ordeals, hit mm-hmm. me up. I live on the West Coast and play most evenings. There you go. So if, you, if you're on Stadia and want to play with somebody, All for Two, A-L-L-F-E-R-2, wants to play. Um, if I
1: remember to log into Stadia, Stadia Chandler... And I I mean, I will at some point. But meaning checking my friend stuff, I'll look for you. You can add me. I'm FM3 if you're on Stadia. If I ever hop on Destiny, there Mm -hmm. and it has been often, I'm gonna be looking for people in those quick moments. Cross
0: save because I know you're mostly on PC for Destiny. Do you like go between the two of like? It's
1: cross yeah I mean it's cross, cross, save. cross save and cross progression. But do you so have to do that like
0: you have to go to Bungie's site and then like set it up there? Once or? you
1: set it up yeah you're good to go. But it's tying every account together on your cross save page. Okay so you but actually That's pretty do, easy once you do it.
0: You do just set the account. It's not just like I'm migrating my save manually Yeah into the this
1: thing. the big difference I suppose is you have a Bungie Net account which is the middle. Yeah. And so you log in a Net and you say I'm on app Ep- uh, well I'm on Steam, you know, and I'm on PlayStation and you just tie your PlayStation account and your Steam account all into Bungie and then the rest is taken care of.
0: Okay, that's good. Cool. Then from there. Yeah. Let's see what people have been writing about you're wrong this entire time. What we have got here we go. The show. Uh, back button says it supports 16 buttons to be mapped to it so the D-pad can be mapped to them. I'm going to have to click for my phone. This is not locked <laughs> in here. Uh, better Wii U in the US was called the Deluxe Edition. The Series X is one centimeter long than the Xbox One X when I guess laid Horizontally. The Xbox One X is not huge.
1: They didn't release dimensions, though. This they did. Is, they did? Yes. After, oh, after it, people after were figuring works. out the controller? Yeah. Oh, I thought people were speculating still. Uh, let's see. One centimeter
0: longer? Yeah, that's not... The, the Xbox One X is very dense, but it's not huge. Yeah. Like, it is heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh...
1: Yeah, I don't think it's that big, by the way, so.
0: The red ring wasn't just HDDs, says Jeffrey Grubb. The heat would cause the, sol- the solder, I always mispronounce that in mm-hmm. first read, the, the solder. solder to become brittle and crack, and then the graphics chip would overheat.
1: Good God. Yeah, you're on your own. I can't pull this up on my phone right now. I'm sorry. Oh, there it is. Um...
0: I had mentions mentioned fighter Z is pronounced fighters like the 90s. I know. Mm. I disagreed with them when they said that. I don't. Did not know. I it. refuse. Oh, yeah. nanobiologist brings up a good one for 2019. The year of PR disaster.
1: What's a good example of this? It's funny because I'm trying to remember. The Randy like... Pichard
0: flash drive, the THQ Nordic AMA, the ESA leak. The Randy Pitchford getting oh. in a fight with me, I guess, at Game Informer.
1: <laughs> oh, really? I actually missed that. Uh, what tell me after. Um, there were plenty of But other. see, it's fine. I mean, obviously there, a, there is that, but, I mean, Stadia, certainly. I would say Stadia is a PR
0: disaster. Yeah. Uh, the, it didn't
1: launch, really, for everybody on the day that it said it. Well, that's the a Bobby
0: Kotick. We're firing 800 people, and then literally the next line was, also, this is a record profit year for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I, I mean, I think this is good. I feel like this is every year. Like, yeah. literally every year there's always I suspect that
0: 2020 will also have a share of 20. I mean, you got to
1: keep the PR people on their toes <laughs> so they can go to bed in fear of what the executive's going to say at, like, 6 a.m. when they wake up. <laughs> Speaking
0: of stadium PR disasters, I just loaded up Twitter, and the first thing I see is, so Borderlands 3 came out on stadium today.
1: It actually released.
0: Yeah, it's out on Stadia now. However, for in terms of patches and updates, it's only through October twenty fourth. Anything past October twenty fourth is not (laughs) reflective in the Stadia version.
1: Interesting.
0: Okay, that's weird. Like, I guess that maybe they want.
1: It's all this verification and getting stuff running. And so I think. Isn't
0: that what like Stadia is supposed to avoid? Definitely. You don't want to, you don't have to wait for anything.
1: Something's going on. Yeah. Meaning my speculation is uh, they submitted all this code and it's been sitting in this pile of like all this work that the engineers are doing and they finally got to it. But like, I don't think that 2K has been working with them to update all this until it's ready. And they were probably like, we're just going to release what you sent us today so we can get it out before the holidays. And they're like, yes, we would like to sell anything we can mm-hmm. and why not but that's that's weird. So hopefully 2K actually has an answer back to this soon. Yeah.
0: So. It's great cuz there's like almost no sirens are on our end. Yeah. There's almost nobody in the studio today. So like nobody's coming out to yeah. yell at me for being too long for this I was going
1: to say is there any show after us? Uh uh, Greg. Internet Explorers okay. Internet Explorers is after this Probably should wrap it up soon then. Uh, We're fine <laughs> Internet Explorers It's funny be right. I've been dying I keep looking at the clock I'm like, hey, Amron, you're a madman
0: This is I, crazy We're Greg. only at hour 17 It's yeah. fine mm-hmm. We can keep this going forever I'm sweating as the producer tomorrow's host Is going to be Greg and Gary Wedder The last Widow Wednesday of yes. the year Thursday is going to be Greg and Victor Lucas Love Friday Vic. It is you and Greg Miller for a later show. It's 11 a.m. Yeah. Because sure. that day, they're, they're doing some indie the, movie interview. I,
1: oh, yeah. We've, I, something it, we've ever heard of, probably. Yeah. It's not
0: Cats, which is the actual big movie. The screen Cats is apparently it's happening. probably Gary I saw Gary, be, Gary Witter, Witta being extremely excited on Twitter. Yeah, today. about Cats. Yeah. I saw I was on Geary. Sure. Thing. I saw an antique shop says Gary on Geary. Oh, interesting. I was like, there's a moderate, moderate chance that might be his store. Oh, an okay. antique shop called Gary on Gear. Like, I that hope it like is. Yeah. I hope it is. All right, but Gamescast is going. What to about Widow's Whittle Shop? Witty.
1: Wh- it's a whittling.
0: Witty Witty Whittling. We'll
1: come up with some other
0: ones. Widow's Witty oh, Whittles.
1: Yeah, the thing I've always wanted to open is a place called Not Too Shabu. It's a shabu shabu place. It's called Not Too Shabu.
0: I've always liked the Price and Recreation joke of the Low Cal Cal Zone zone.
1: <laughs> that one's pretty good. Yeah.
0: Gamescast will be you, me, Greg, Tim. I do not know what we're talking about. I assume we're going to have a topic of some sort.
1: We're going to go over our predictions, remember? So the, we're going to shame each other. We're also going to say that it was Greece uh, instead of Gree, which I said the whole show. I was convinced that we were. I think over. we all— so it'll be a fun show to shame each other.
0: Everyone says something different. I refuse to pronounce it correctly at this point.
1: I have a counter to it, but you have to wait remember. until Thursday. I have a defense. Yes. <laughs> it's lame. You're just off. wait. It's going to be good.
0: I'm, I'm curious to see the defense. For now, that has been your Kind of Funny Games Daily for December 17th, 2019. Fran, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. And we'll see you all later.